Hey everybody, it's Troublemaker, and um, guess what? BYNK Radio has a brand new podcast. Well, it's not brand new, but they're new to our podcast network. That is the Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman. You need to go check it out. If you're one of those people, especially that's like me, that has a whole lot of things going on, but you want to keep up with what new you know shows you know are popping, what things are happening in the comic book world, what things are happening you know in geek culture, he's the guy that's gonna like keep the pulse for all of that stuff for you guys. He's gonna let you know what's going on, what's good, what's bad. You know, especially from a black nerd perspective, like he's the guy that I listen to when I need to know what's going on. I ain't got time to like watch all these different shows and, and, and read these comic books. So definitely go check him out on BYNKRadio.com forward slash podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year's to all you beautiful folks, all you freaks, geeks, blurs, and others. Uh, we made it. Mama, we made it. <laughs> we made it to another, another year, and it is shaping up to be quite a good year, if I do say so myself. Um, so, uh, I hope these New Year's resolutions that you guys may have is, uh, going strong, you know, we're beginning the year strong and let's kind of, uh, get to this first quarter just as strong. <laughs> so everybody out there who may be listening while you're driving to the gym, uh, don't stop for that fast food pull right into the gym. For those of you who may be working out, keep going. You got this just a little bit further. Um, but yeah, so happy new year, everyone. It's 2018, uh. Who would have thought we would have made it uh, with all, a lot of the moves and a lot of the things that have gone on in the last uh, year or so? <laughs> but we are here, so let's celebrate that. Uh, this The pool, the pool is back. This is, let's say, season, and eh, I'll say volume three. This is volume three of the pool. <laughs> and um, so just getting into a little housekeeping here. Uh, in the last few months of 2017 your boy was featured on a few podcasts um so shout out to them shout out to uh the pod panel for one which i am a part of uh just dropped an episode recently uh it was me and jackie centric uh beautiful i'm just jackie over there at the pod panel and at youtube check out our youtube channel i'm just jackie um wonderful wonderful woman uh amazing and uh getting to her her shit, y'all. <laughs> Support. Also, shout out to the Right Man Child Podcast. Uh, Mr. Al Sweets and them. <laughs> I was over there, did like a little, little interview, a little guest hosting with your boy. And uh, it was a very good time. We discussed the Star Wars, the latest movie, The um, the Last Jedi. Which, again, for everyone out there who has been listening or been playing along. <laughs> I'm not very much um, a Star Wars nerd, but I will say that that movie has probably got my foot in the door of that fandom. So... There's that. So make sure you go listen to that. Um, also, the Man Pod. I was on there. Had an amazing time with uh, Brother Huey, big little Brother Huey and Big Brother Jay. <laughs> um, over there discussing a couple things. Um, of course, all the links will be in the show notes to these particular episodes. You guys go and check them out. 
Um, and then last but certainly not least, I was on Black Comets Chat, which was a wonderful, amazing, stupendous experience. And I uh, love all those guys over there, guys and gal anyways. And um, out of that came uh, my newfound love for Valiant Comics, uh, mainly Ninjak, that's, or Ninja K, who I'm starting out with. And uh, thanks for that, Leo and Marcus. Um, also, what came out of that was me getting my hands on God Shots. Well, not God Shots. Um, God Shots is the the volume uh, of the book. But getting my hand on Noble, which has simply changed my life. So everyone under the sound of my voice, picking up comics or not, please run to your local comic book shop and pick up one of the most amazing universes that is out there now, which is the Catalyst Prime universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting a little further into the shout outs here I'd love to um, go ahead and for those of you who've been playing along Carefree Black Nerd is now available on BYNKradio.com go to the podcast section and you'll see my catalog of wonderful um, tunes and speeches and rants and raves and all of that good shit but over there while you're there poking around, please, please, please make sure to check out my new brothers and sisters, uh, beginning with the government name, which is a podcast that comes out every Tuesday, Cole Jackson and the real Shogun Beats. <laughs> check them out for news, pop culture, and more. Um, also, Social Introvert every Wednesday, so get your Wednesdays on lock with Sid Davis. All things music, music news, music rumors, album reviews, and all that good shit. And last but certainly not least, the blackest, marriedest, flyest podcast around, The Black Married Fly. Um, two wonderful individuals uh, producing content, uh, releasing it on Thursdays, Candace Denae and Troublemaker. Um, discussing relationships, life, love, happiness, reflecting on all that type of shit. And um, yeah, make sure you check them out. Amazing, amazing folks over there. And then, of course, me. <laughs> I'm over there. Uh, new to the gang with my hand up and a big old smile on my face. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much housekeeping. And how was you guys' new year? Um, hit me up in the comments on SoundCloud or hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Let me know, um, how was your new year? How does that come along? Did you, you know, celebrate anybody blackout drunk? Anybody still drunk and recovering and somehow you <laughs> magically found a way to start this podcast? Thank you. Uh, we love you too, uh, blackout drunk person. <laughs> and um, all that. So we're going to take a quick little break. And um, shit, let me know. How was your new year? sure when you listen to this episode use the hashtag cbn pot um maybe even use the hashtag the pool cbn but cbn pot is cool it all gets to me um getting into a little bit of headlines we have a few things coming up i know in the next couple months or so like uh this week tomorrow i believe uh grownish the spinoff from blackish which is the kind of a different world's modernized show and whatnot that'll be premiering and i think that 
Um, everybody should give it a quick listen. Oh, a quick listen, a quick watch. Uh, let's go ahead and support that show and try to get those numbers as high as we possibly can. Uh, that does help, help a lot. So, uh, and apply that logic to your favorite uh, neighborhood podcasts and YouTube channels and all that stuff as well. Um, also coming down the pipeline, we have Proud Mary, which I believe comes out on hits theaters on the 12th of this month, 12th of January, and then Black Lightning, which will be Wednesday the 16th on the CW, which is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Black Lightning will come out and that is kind of the bridge between this season ending like uh the uh flash supergirl whatever else like the other cw dc shows i believe as they're ending black lightning will continue a few more episodes before the fall so um we got to support i'm one to quickly say oh i'm more of a marvel guy than dc all that aside black lightning a black man with these two black ass daughters and they're in this their own corner of the DC universe. I've said before that I'm not really into watching the DC shows only because where I would have gotten into them, it's been so, so many seasons. I think Arrow is like on season 17 and then the flash is on season 31 (laughs) or something. But this is a show that I can get into that is just starting that, um, does not have all the baggage of the rest of the CW, DC, multiverse, whatever. Not quite yet, anyways. This will, I will use this as my gateway drug. Um, so, yeah, so if anyone out there is watching Black Lightning or plan to, and you want to, I don't know, get on the show, maybe discuss a little bit, give me a voicemail or something like, let me know, because I'd, I'd love to have some feedback and create a conversation around Black Lightning with other people who are interested uh, and then if you know a lot about the character, maybe that's your favorite character, go in and hit me up because I am um, fresh, new uh, neophyte into this whole Black Lightning-ish. Um, I know a little bit about him on the surface, but nowhere near what a uh, true fan would know. Hell, I don't even know this man's actual name <laughs> past Black Lightning. So, yeah, <laughs> hit me up, y'all. Uh, also, we have, I think in February, we, of course, <coughs> Black Panther, everyone. Um, I'll give you a moment to clap and scream and um, yell and dance at the top of your lungs. <laughs> so, yeah, so we know Black Panther's coming down the pipeline. Thank you. Um, what else? Uh, in relation to that, the Black Panther run by ta Coast is still going strong. Uh, and I say that and I mention that because we know so many other things have been canceled. It is my understanding that Luke Cage, Iceman, and something else has been canceled. I think America, um, which is like, oh, come on, Marvel. Like, you were doing so well. Why are you canceling these? And then why is Captain America's punk ass not canceled? Hell. No. Um, what else? There is a Netflix show. That premieres on the 23rd called uh, Seven Seconds, and it is a black woman lead. That's all. That's all I have to say. Just uh, <laughs> go ahead and check that out, y'all. Everybody with a membership. Um, what else? We got Black Panther. We got Seven Seconds. Oh, uh, Homegirl, your favorite uh, neighborhood drunk, Jessica Jones, will be back. I believe that's March 8th that she'll be back, and uh, she'll be just, just as drunk and <laughs> um taking care of business so i'm very excited about that 
Um, again, if you want to, you know, share some thoughts on any of these shows or series or anything, just let me know if you got some more things that you um, uh, have in mind that maybe I haven't touched on uh, shows coming out or whatever. Let me know about those as well. I'm, I'm pretty um, I'm pretty excited about this year going forward. Uh, not that 2017 was just a terrible year, but it, you know, it could have used some improvement <laughs> and um, we're getting so many things going on. I know we're getting uh, the next season of Young Justice, which I'm all for. So like um, right now we got, we know we got Black Panther on the 16th of February. Um what else we have? I think we have Deadpool coming out in June, Ant-Man and the Wasp in July, um, Teen Titans Go, the movie, which, eh, well, Warner Brothers does really well with their movies, so that's coming out July 27th, so that'll be great. Um, we're getting the Dark Phoenix saga again from Fox, and it's just like, oh, can you guys let this shit rest? But they might do a, you know, surprise us and do a really good job, so that's that's that. Um what else do we have coming up here? Do, do, do. Okay. Well, uh, Teen Titans Go, that's on Cartoon Network. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is on Nickelodeon. Justice League Action, which is on Cartoon Network. Ant-Man Season 1 on Disney XD, though that's good. And then DuckTales. For those of you um, young kids, is what comes after millennials? Well, whatever. You love, 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 uh, snot nose, muff, no. <laughs> out there DuckTales I'm interested to see how this season um compares to the original DuckTales so that's that's an amazing show y'all google that um Gifted has been airing I am not caught up so I'm not sure if there's like a mid-season finale or if it is over so I'll go ahead and do my googles on that as well but um kind of more importantly hell we got a uh, Riverdale coming back <laughs> on the 17th of this month, January 17th. So welcome to Riverdale. We'll be back uh, just as soon as Riverdale brings its ass back. So be looking out for that, y'all, this month. We're going to get us some uh, diving mark into Riverdale a little bit more. And for those of you out there who are like, oh, it's just Archie Comics. It's not that good. Man, y'all better quit fucking playing. Riverdale is a damn good show. It's very much um a twisted dark and twisted turn or version of the archie comics from way back when hell you ain't even got know nothing about the archie comics but it does help because a lot of these little nods that they have that pop up here and there is really interesting um i do not know when i know atlanta atlanta a-t-l-a-n-t-a that's why i say no atlanta season two should be premiering in february and i forget the date my apologies folks but be looking out for that um, same, same call to action out there. Anybody who's watching Atlanta this year, this season, and you, you got some words and you want to come on and let's discuss it. Let's do that. Hit me up. Let's have this conversation. Um, what else? We got black lightning. Of course we have oh, the tick. Now, again, something you, you know, youngsters going to have to Google, but the tick back in the day, that was, that was my jam. <laughs> but season one, the um, second part of season one is on Amazon prime. Um, what else? Uh, the walking dead. It returns uh, season eight, part two of season eight. Anyways, on February 25th, the tickets on February 23rd and Krypton, 
season one is in March uh, or March 21st. Now that will be on sci-fi. I'm very interested because Krypton is one of those shows that has flown under the radar. Like I was not aware this was a thing. And so I'm interested to see what is done with Krypton. Um, I want to see what the representation looks like. Cause you know, that's, I'm big on that, but I'm interested to see what Krypton looks like. Um, and then with it being on sci-fi, I'm, uh, it's a little bit more legitimate to me as opposed to if it was on the CW with that being a DC show, just because science fiction, sci-fi, crypto, it just fits. That seems like a very smart choice of a network to put it on. So um, again, anyone out there who may be watching um, Krypton when that comes out, hit me up, let me know. Let's talk about some things and, you know, maybe have you on the show and discuss your thoughts and whatnot. So, um, Shit, what else? There's been a lot of stuff going on. I know, um, again, I saw Star Wars, The Last Jedi was pretty good. You know, the representation had the fanboys and girls who are purist, so to speak, being upset, but that is what it is. Um, shit, what else has been going on? Well, um, that Bumblebee, uh, first movie, there's a synopsis out, there's a I'm not sure if there's a full script or anything, but that's something that people have apparently been wanting, which, I mean, I guess I can see it. It seems like it would have made sense to do a Bumblebee movie, I guess, years ago. Um, but shit, I mean, I guess you do what you can and you put out this content. But Transformers has just become one of those. I know it's going to be three hours of just fighting and explosions. And that's good. It's not knocking it, but... I'll see if something different will come from Bumblebee. You know, who knows? Um, also, Bright, which premiered last year, last December, well, this last month. <laughs> um, it got mixed reviews. A lot of people, well, the majority of the reviews I saw on my timeline and on you know different articles and think pieces and whatnot is that it was not what it was not good. Um, I have yet to see it. I don't know that I would rush to watch it. Um, I think it's one of those things where when it's a Sunday evening and there's nothing left to do and it's raining, maybe I'll put it on and check it out, but I'm not a hundred percent interested in, um, in seeing bright. I'm just not, uh, the new mutants, uh, they are reported to have a more grounded feel or more grounded look, a more grounded sense of, I don't know, realism <laughs> in this movie, which we kind of got, well, I don't want to say it was understood, but when they initially talked about doing the Demon Bear Saga, which is one of the most famous New Mutants uh, storylines or story arcs, which surprisingly enough, I believe happened over the course of two issues, which is like back in the day, they did comics. They did comics. Like you could get it, you know, whatever, two issue arc versus these six issue trades, but it's whatever. So, um, I just assumed that it would be more grounded because these are five kids in what is pretty much an insane asylum and they have to find their way out. And I like the idea that that is the premise of this movie, but also that they are mutants. So yeah, it's easy to say, oh, just use your powers to get out. But when you're a scared child and then you add, I'm locked into this damn crazy place where I can't get out of. Yes, I have my powers, but who's to say this shit won't backfire and kill me? You know, it's just, it's interesting. And they're um, make, taking that more grounded approach. I think it was said that we are looking at making it more character driven than a lot of the movies have been in the past. Um, the way that Deadpool works so great, so goodly, greatly, awesomely, good, 
Yeah. Well, Deadpool did so well in that regard, like kind of um, flipping the same coin on his head where it totally embraced the nonsensical nature of Wade Wilson and the mutant um, mutant power uh, superhero-ness of it all. I believe that if this movie, if they do a damn good job, or even half as good a job as they did with Logan and with Deadpool, I think this is going to be an amazing damn film. And you all know that I am the number one fan to Generation X, and New Mutants have never really been my thing, only because they were before my time, and when I got into comics, I was right around the age um, to relate more with the Generation X. And then I found out about uh, the New Mutants a little bit later. All that being said, if they do this right, even though they've already made mistakes, one with uh, Sunspot, Robert DaCosta, and um, Dr. Cecilia Reyes, who they both are pretty much white passing, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I feel like that this would be a very good addition to the franchise. And that being said, you know, going even further, having Disney um, now having this monopoly or, you know, this um, partnership or control of mutants and whatnot. It's, it's interesting to see how this will play out. Like I'm no predictions. I mean, I have some predictions, but no predictions. I'm just interested to see how are we going to roll in the mutants and everyone else into the Marvel cinematic universe. And, um, you know, what will be done, you know, storm for one, <laughs> but good kudos to them and, uh, new mutants. I'm interested in that movie as well. Just the damn cover. Um, the cover art, the poster or whatever, like that shit looks frightening. And if you changed out the word mutants with something else like kids or the new kids or something like for someone who is not aware of comic book shit and they just see that it still looks just as kind of eighties edgy horror. And I like that. I really do. Um, let's see. Infinity war is coming down the pipeline and we all know the number one, uh, most anticipated movie in the world is black Panther <laughs> and uh, two is infinity war, but no, um, Fandango reported that the most anticipated movies of 2018 are actually in fact, infinity war Avengers, infinity war and black Panther. And it's like, that makes a lot of sense. One black Panther is, it looks absolutely amazing. Aesthetically. It is everything that you could ever want in a black Panther film or anything in its handle. Marvel was smart enough to give this over to people of color and let these people run with it and do justice to this part. Additionally, Infinity War looks fucking sick. Like I believe that both of those trailers, Black Panther and Infinity War kind of like made numbers, like broke records or something, just like within the first hour and then the first day and then I think the first week, mainly because we're getting Black Panther, which is just filling a void for something that we are are longing for, but it's doing it justice. And then with Infinity War, this is the culmination of everything that has been going on since 2008. Like, Infinity War, even if there was no Black Panther, Infinity War would be probably the most anticipated movie of the year off of the sheer weight of the last 10 years alone. Like... Marvel did that. Now there were some hiccups along the way, but all that shit can be excused or overlooked. Like, and then the fact that Infinity War is coming down the pipeline, but they were able to one introduce T'Challa and this royalness, and then snag up Spider Man as well. It's like, and then with um the New Deal going through, and we're having the mutants now, you know, being under Marvel. Who's to say 
what will come out of a post credit scene for Infinity War? You know, it's just like, what a time to be alive. You know, again, uh, nerds, blurs, freaks, and geeks, and others, like, come on, we we in here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, stupid excited about that. Like, so, and also, again, anybody watching Black Panther, anybody watching Infinity War, any thoughts, concerns, issues, stuff you want to talk about, let me know. God damn it, I'm all for it. Shit. Um, I'd love to have that conversation to keep it going and whatnot. So again, we're going to take a little bit of a break and uh, we'll be right back, as John says, right after the flip. Getting into the pool, we're actually kind of doing a little different. I won't actually discuss any um, any books in depth. I just wanted to take a quick look at the last two weeks of last year. Um, you know, I had a, a, a stack of pools, <laughs> and it is I'm kind of still finding my footing because with comics and the price of comics and all the different specials and all the different. Um, events and shit that's coming out. It's just like comics are a very expensive hobby, job, um, form of media, entertainment, all that. And um, a quick little rundown of the books that I have been hoarding <laughs> slash reading when I had the time. Of course, it's Generation X. And um, oh, this is the other book that is reportedly canceled which is just like it's hurting my heart which sounds kind of hypocritical of me because i was not interested in generation x initially um it just never never connected for me and i think part of it is because i am a generation x purist (laughs) um i grew up with the first volume and the first uh series first run and this did not satisfy me. Secondly, I didn't really like the idea that the Generation X class is in the Xavier Institute where the Team Gold and Blue are as well. It's like this mixed, this hodgepodge of these blurred lines of what is what. And I think one of the things that made Generation X special initially was that it was a school in and of itself separated from all the other bullshit. They were at the Massachusetts Academy run by uh, Emma Frost, White Queen, and um, Sean Cassidy bashing like they were able to have their own adventures their own problems their own even towards the end where things kind of went a little wonky so to speak it was still contained in a way that you knew it was part of the Marvel Universe but they were able to breathe and explore and have their own stories and I just didn't get that with this run now I don't know if that was a company mandated thing or if strain was like hey I want this to be a part of I don't know um, the thing that makes me feel hypocritical is that right around issue eight or nine is when Generation X clicked for me and I was all in and from the queer relationships to the teenage angst to the evolution or at least the um, kind of uh, interesting way in which powers were being used, uh, the relationship between the old team, which was the Jubilee uh Jonathan starts more and Paige Gunther and even Monet 
like just seeing the way in which uh, they were very much that same team from back in the day, but they were older and wiser and the things that they were dealing with. It's like, okay, this, it hit for me, but it hit a little bit too late because, of course, um, it's canceled. So that's sad. <laughs> and even with Quentin Choir, like I'm not a fan, but Strain, Christina Strain, um, did a really good job at making me start to care for him. And um, I still really don't give a damn about him, but I feel like if she had more time with this book, or hell, she might, you know, because I think there's a few more issues left. I think they're going up to 12, and then the issue, the the um, story is over. And it's just like, why can't y'all get this damn story right? And what is your reason for canceling this book? Like, ugh, I'm frustrated. So, but I digress. Um, we also have Hell the Defenders, uh, issue eight. Um, Featuring Felicia Hardesky, the Black Cat, and Kingpin. And it's just, this was, um, Kingpins of New York is this storyline. It's like, damn, this has been a very good book as well. And then Champions, like, we must protect Champions at all costs. I've fallen off, um, haven't been collecting and reading as I have in the past. But it's still a damn good book. I'm, I'm skimming through it and I'm like, okay, the art is still there. You know, the story seems to be still in place. Like, what? Let's... This is just a part of being a fan of comics. This is just something that happens. And unfortunately, it's what it is. But God damn it. I just don't protect champions at all costs. Shit. Um, also, with the Marvel, we have um, Marvel Legacy, which now I don't know. I think Legacy is like the kind of the new umbrella from taking over from Resurrection, I would imagine. But we have uh, X-Men Blue, which is the time displaced X-Men doing the cross-time capers, which is a you know staple in mutant and X-Men uh, comic books. Because I believe Excalibur had the, the cross-time caper back in the 80s. And that's kind of what they're doing in this issue 17 is Welcome to 2099, which again, for those of you who don't know, is like a really big deal. The date, 2099. In Marvel Universe, we had those um, X-Men of 2099, Spider-Man of 2099, and I want to say Avengers. There was a few other few other books back in the 90s where they did that. Um, in year 2099, what will these heroes look like? And so um, that's, that's, that's been good. And X-Men Blue, really, really um, I kind of got bored with it. And then they did that Enter the Mojoverse crossover with X-Men Gold, and that was pretty good. Um, standalone on its own, it was an interesting story, uh, kind of self-contained in the sense that you can put, collect all of those and it'd be, um, a nice little story. And I, I wasn't a hundred percent happy with it, but I did like the way that it harkened back to the old X-Men days where these are two books running simultaneously with characters crossing over and within doing so you collect that one storyline that they're both in. And if you go back and read their respective books, Okay. If you go and look at their respective books <laughs> um, on their own with that um, and just, just skip over the crossover of it all, they still read well. Like, you don't have to read that. Like, so it, it just puts me in the mind of the old school X-Men stories that we used to get. Um, what else? Uh, I picked up True Believers number one, which is Marvel. Um, you know, Marvel presents their, you know, they'll take an old school uh, title or book from back in the day and then they'll repackage it as you know a one dollar book and this was 
the wedding of Scott Summers and Jean Grey. <laughs> Enough said. Like that that cover is so iconic. Like I want to see that. Marvel do that. Once we get a hold of the mutants and start rolling out these movies and shit, give me that. And then roll out the Fantastic Four so they can be a guest at the wedding. Like I want to see this done right. Like that's yeah, God. Look at Storm. Look at Havoc. Look at Gene. Look at Scott. You know, look at this pastor, whoever he is. And who are these two little redhead ass kids? Like, yeah, this is this is pretty good. <laughs> also, dope, 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 dope. X-Men Grand Design by Ed Piscor. Uh this is I think this is um a six or eight issue series where he go heads and go heads. Where he um takes the Marvel universe and kind of streamlines it into a one story, like going over a few different different things, very much like um Jay and Miles explained the X-Men, which is one of my favorite podcast out there uh luke cage issue 168 because of course we've gone back to the legacy numbering and um they also wildstorm i have issue <laughs> i have issue three of michael cray and then i have issue 10 of the wildstorm and the wildstorm is also a series that i am slowly getting my way back into um don't ask me any questions about it right now <laughs> <laughs> but anybody out there who's also reading the, anything that comes out of Wildstorm, let me know. You know, let's have a little conversation. Uh, also, with the X Men, uh, X Men Gold, the Negative Zone War, I have issue eighteen of that. That's a pretty solid um, storyline now, and I like this kind of love mm, story that we're getting with Rachel, who is going as Prestige now, and um, Kurt Wagner. Wagner nightcrawler because i like the idea that in his quote-unquote monstrous appearance he is he's always been a very flirtatious lover boy so to speak but seeing a relationship fleshed out with him and her in in a way that isn't kind of it's very normal i feel like kurt could be written or or drawn to look like a regular average run-of-the-mill white guy or a black guy or you could put any character in his place and their relationship still seems genuine so it doesn't seem like oh he's a blue monster so this is why she's in love with him like it just seems like a regular love story and i like that um we're getting in the midst of all the 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 fighting and wars and all the other shit this little angsty love affair which is what the x-men are pretty much built on is all that love triangle and teenage angst and unnecessary drama that could be <laughs> uh, easily taken care of if these motherfuckers would just open their mouth and uh all this time hopping and all this good shit like i'm, I'm enjoying that and uh diving into my new favorite universe the catalyst prime universe um, I have Summit, issue number one, and Superb, issue number five. This is number five of volume two, which is like, Superb is a dope-ass book. I implore anyone under the sound of my voice, everyone under the sound of my voice, get a hold of Superb. This is, well, it's Superb. <laughs> and um, Ninjak, Ninja K, as I said before, thanks to the wonderful folks over there at Black Comics Chat, I'm now on to Ninja K, Ninjak, and I picked up the first three volumes. Well, I picked up the first one just to kind of test it out and see if I liked it. Phenomenal book. Um, I have two and three with me as well. I'm taking my time reading them, and it's not because I'm mad about it or I'm lazy, but I seriously, it's like when you're watching a TV series and it gets to be really good, but then you know you have like, 
two seasons left and that's it. Like I'm trying to take my time and savor this because this is actually a damn good book. Ninja K, Ninjak through Valiant. Pick it up. I implore everybody again, pick up the first volume or at least the first, oh yeah, the first volume and see if you like it. If you do, I promise you it gets even better. Like it's very much a modern new age kind of take on like a 007 type character, but it is, it's so fucking good. It's, it has a little bit of fantastical in there, but it's very grounded in reality and they uh, present things in a way that even the nonsensical, fantastic, superpower nature of it seems very grounded in something that could actually happen. So kudos to them. And oh, last but not least, Deadly Class. Come the fuck on. I'm on, um, I picked up the sixth volume and this is uh, dope as fuck. It's 1988. This is not the end. Deadly Class is a book that I haven't really spoken on in a while because I've, um, Decided to just start collecting it in trade versus single issues, but Deadly Class is dope as hell. Now, again, pick up the first issue and then the first volume and see what you think. But if you like teenage angst and you like dark, gritty uh, stuff and you like an 80s uh, backdrop, then this is the book for you. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> now, um, following up on the very last week of December. A couple issues that I picked up. Uh, this pull was really light. And uh, Phoenix Resurrection number one. I picked that up. This is the return of Jean Grey. Because of course we have the Dark Phoenix Saga coming down the pipeline. So it would make sense to go ahead and bring Jean back to life. Just like they've done with Logan. Which is like. Oh God. And Charles. So now we have these players in play again. Charles Xavier is back from the dead. Jean Grey is back from the dead. And Logan uh, is back from the dead as well. I haven't cracked open Phoenix Phoenix words. I have not cracked open <laughs> Phoenix Resurrection number one yet. But the cover, this holographic cover, is just dope as hell. And I just flipped through to the middle page, and I see Jubilee is here. She's biting some nigga on the neck. Because of course, for those of you who don't know, she's now a vampire. But I'm I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Um. Let's see what else. Marvel, Cross Time Capers. We have X-Men Blue. That's number 18. So, again, I have not opened up the Welcome to 2099 uh, first issue of the Cross Time Caper. But this cover for X-Men Blue, number 18, with the time displaced X-Men. When I tell you, everyone out there in podcast land, on the cover, not only is it the original five X-Men with Bloodstorm, because if I had noted, if I hadn't mentioned Bloodstorm, the vampire version of Storm is also teaming up with them and like James Howlett, the, um, I don't know, alternate version of Wolverine. So it doesn't matter. Generation X is in this issue. Now on the, um, you guys, you know, I am a Generation X fan to the day I die. The original. We have Monet. We have Everett back from the dead. Mondo looking fucking amazing. Paige without all that creepy shit she been going through. Angelo Esponza is back. Skin is back. Jubilee. Original Jubilee before the vampirism. We got motherfucking Penis. Oh my god. We Jonathan Starsman, like, I am praying, and I have yet to open up this book, I am praying to Buddha, to God, to Allah, to Jeshua, to Mother Mary, everybody, 
in every spiritual realm that this means that we're going to get the original Generation X back. If there is a way to also time displace the original Generation X, um, or even take them from their original run and maybe break them, break off the timeline and keep it so that all of them are alive and follow their story. Like, give me a Generation X Volume Three after this one with Strain ends and um, pick up with them because this the cover. I purposely and deliberately did not open this book yet because I saw them on the cover and I just went crazy. I said I have to go back and take my time and actually read X Men Blue the entire run issue by issue so that when i get to this holy grail oh god i'm i'm gonna put this down no i'm excited (laughs) and then with dc um in preparation or solidarity or commemoration or whatever because we have the black lightning series hitting the airwaves pretty soon i picked up black lightning um issues one and two of a six issue miniseries called cold dead hands which I would assume means that you have to pry something out of his cold dead hands. And I'll be diving into that pretty soon myself and trying to see what's up. You know, we see it. Because, <laughs> um, of course, when a show is premiering, they're going to do everything they can to get as much money as they can. And like a sucker, I spent my money on these two issues. <laughs> and um, traveling back to the Catalyst Prime verse, we have Kino issue two. My good old blonde ass. I didn't even pick up issue one. I just saw Kino picked it up and ran out the store. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Kino, I'm going to dive into that as well. I need to find a way to keep this catalyst shit together, um, bundled up together so that I can experience this as a whole. Because I know a lot of these books are running simultaneously and I don't know if the stories are going to overlap. So um, there's that. And lastly, but not motherfucking least, again, a book that I do not talk about regularly because I've decided to just collect it in trade versus single issues. And that is Saga, Volume 8. Oh, Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples are doing their damn thing. Oh, my God. And anyone out there who even remotely knows anything about Saga, you know. This, this is one of those books where you don't even have to question how well it's doing or if it's good because once you read the first issue and you get sucked in every single issue after is just as good so every volume is just as good so i haven't i think i'm on volume six as far as being up to date reading i have seven to eight i have not even cracked them open i there's no need to i just know that things are going to be worth every penny that i've spent on them so (laughs) so yeah um, so yeah, this issue of the pool is, like I said, was a little different cause I didn't want to just talk about two or three single issues. I wanted to kind of give off where I've been so far in the comic collecting and whatnot. If you have any books that you're reading that you think I should read or I would enjoy, do not hesitate to let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, carefree blurred, um, use the hashtag CBN pod. You can email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, on all, well, mainly uh, the social medias, it's carefree black nerd. And, um, hell shit. Just let me know, you know, if there's something I, that I am not reading or if you know a little bit more about something or hell, if you're reading the same thing I'm reading, let me know. Let's, you know, chop it up, talk about it and shit. Um, as always check me out at carefreeblacknerd.com. Now check me out at BYNKradio.com forward slash podcast and, uh, check out the fam over there. 
again, happy new year to y'all. Um, shit, until next time, check you out on the same nerd time and the same nerd station.